dripping across her hair and face. Kriya, icon of magic, slammed both her palms down hard, her head snapping up to face the oncoming horde. A massive shockwave tore through the grassland ahead of her. Furrows and lines appeared. Deep ditches cut away the soil, curving round, snaking this way and that as if ploughed by the hands of a giant. The behemoth strode forth, crushing its hapless allies beneath its massive feet as it came for her, covering ground at a terrifying pace. Kriya rose to her feet, her left arm now engulfed in fire, calling upon Ignatus and channeling the spell Ignis, allowing her to cast flame wherever she wished. She sent a huge gout of flame so hot its centre burned white, scorching the gigantic hand that now reached down for her. The demon reeled, then stepped forward to retaliate, its forearms seeking to crush the life from her. But it was too late. She was gone. Slamming her right hand down, which was now awash with blood, a wall of blinding light encircled the pair. A blue glow repelling any from entry and trapping herself inside with the demon. Kriya smiled. It had worked. The shockwave had formed a sigil in the ground, and with her incredible power focused, she had enacted the spell perfectly. She looked up at the demon, her eyes filled with the fury of a thousand suns. None would intervene. Lephias. Lephias watched on, his pale orbs going wide as the newly inhabited corpse, a corpse of a child no less, rose up under the command of the archdemon Valmaris. The musculature and tendons exposed, the slick sheen still visible in this shadowy chamber. What is this, necromancer? You would dare cross me. I will see you torn asunder for what you have done. Lephias, kill him! Lephias glanced at Kazilan, who did not so much as twitch at the command. Do it, Lephias! The Asarian prince nodded back at Lesh, who stood barely visible in the portal beyond, the servant of Valmaris's featureless mask clear beneath his cowl. In a fast and precise movement he struck, stepping forward, closing the gap, and with a powerful backhand slice he cleaved. Yell Kalashan, his deadly falchion, back and poised to strike, before the head had even hit the floor. He turned and faced them. The skinless head of Los rolled from its fallen body. The red mist which had inhabited the child's corpse moved out of it at an alarming rate, back towards the portal. Lephias leapt forward, hoping to reach the rift way and return to Baal-Garoth before Valmaris's soul did so. Yet, as he made his way, a searing pain flared up in his back and struck him with enough force to send him to the ground. His hands felt weak and his grip loosened upon the blade. Anger began to take hold but he would not show it, would not allow his attacker the satisfaction of his emotions. I told you you had made a grave mistake, Asarian. <sighs> Intense pain came crashing over him, heavy as a tidal wave. I will not have all I have planned for, cast aside by your petty vengeance. Lesh, 
flesh you wish your puppet turned to ash. You will bring me Valmaris's body. His soul is mine. Before he knew what he was doing, he was upright. Yelkalashan buried deep into the necromancer's chest, his flail now in hand, whipped through the air, the barbs tearing across the hideous face of Kazalan. Come, Levias. Now, while you can, we must finish this. Go, Lush. Do it now, for this will all be for naught. The robed man, he guessed to be named Jeroff, fled from the room before he was even back on his feet the sound of the coward's boots flapping against the stone as he ran away. The Fias watched, like staring through a shifting window as Lesh, his unlikely ally, stood over the lifeless body of Valmaris, dragging it away from the throne it sat atop, out of view from this side of the portal. The sound of stone grinding upon stone echoed from within the rift where the Fias stood, his legs weak, yet he edged closer towards the portal. The crimson mist swirled and twisted in the air as if seeking out a target, and that was exactly what it was doing. This fog of red was the soul of Valmaris himself, and it shifted in the air, looking for its former body. Yet the body was gone. Lephias smiled as the mist began to dissipate, smiled even more as he heard the chittering of the archdemon's pets, the familiar noise of them feasting, fighting over the flesh they had been fed, was the sweetest symphony his ears had heard in a long time. And it was also the last thing Matthias heard. His pact with the archdemon violated. His body paid forfeit. Merrin. Shocked to his very core, Merrin could not believe what he had been witness to, and nor could he believe his luck. At every moment that had passed, hiding in the shadows of this corridor, he had expected to be found. And yet now, they were all dead or fleeing. He shuffled up to his feet, took a few steps before a shifting noise caused him to pause, observing as the rift in reality seemed to pulse, growing slightly larger and emanating a red glow from within. The body of the tall warrior he had fought to be named Lephias suddenly slid across the ground as if pulled by an unseen hand, dragged into the open wound in reality. By Ganador, what a fucking day. The floor was slick, with a mix of black fluid which had flowed in copious amounts from the hideous being he knew to be Kazalan, as well as the blood from the child's corpse. Looking upon the scene, he wondered if anything could be as foul as this. His survival instinct came to the fore, snapping him out of this wide-eyed nightmare and forcing him to look for a way to pry up the sewer gate nearby. Picking up one of the few remaining intact candles, he stepped over the necromancer's corpse to the only flame which still flickered within the room. As he knelt down to share the flame with his intact candle, he noticed it. The falchion, its bone-coloured blade standing out, its green runes pulsing softly amongst the gloom. He reached out for the violet-coloured lever, which wound its way around the hilt, and as he did so, the hairs upon his dirt-covered neck rose. If you intend to use that weapon upon me, or to keep the hand which 
immortality is not my only power, and even in this weakened state, I can flay your body to strips with a mere thought. Then why don't you? You think after all I've seen, I fear death. I see it as a relief, a respite. <laughs> Suffering does not end in death, but there is a way to ease it in this life. Bring me the child's body, and I will allow you to leave unhindered and renewed. Merrin stared down at the face of Kazalan. What was this hideous creature? This undying fiend, pale-skinned and terrifying, even now as it lay broken upon the floor. I need flesh to renew flesh. Neither of us are doing harm. The child is no longer in existence. All that remains is the shell. The notion sickened Merrin. He balked, but his stomach was empty and the pain in his ribs from the movement felt like a knife to his lungs. The thought of whatever this fiend would do with the body was too much to bear, yet he knew his injuries were severe and he would suffer a torturous death crawling through the sewers. The lieutenant paused for a moment. Looking